1: Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in Sunday, San Antonio, Texas. A Bible believing, Bible teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast to pray It's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. When we think about all that the Scriptures tells us that Jesus Christ went through to make available to me and you all that God has prepared for me and you, it's only right that we receive and achieve everything that God has for us. I mean, according to all that the Word of God says about what God has made available to us and the heavy price that He paid to make all those things and opportunities available to us. It's only right that we receive and achieve everything that he has made available to us. Well, since that's true, then the opposite is equally true. That is, it's wrong for us not to do so. It would be wrong for us to not live out the life that Jesus bled and died so that we can live out. It would be wrong of us to live less of a life than the one that Jesus bled and died for us to be able to have and to live in life, especially since he made a point to have it written in his word so that each and every one of us could come to know about it, and according to God's word, which is always true, all those things rightly belong to me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully ours But before I do, I got a question to ask you Are you ready for the word? Because, ready or not, here it comes. And so, we should have the expectation that He has in store for us, and that's one that righteousness calls to happen for me and you. Righteousness and assurance are the fruit of being righteous. It's the fruit of being right, which means as long as we are righteous, doing what righteous people do. Because I'm going to get into that later. As long as we are righteous and doing what righteous people do, because righteous people do what other people don't do. That's one of the reasons why it's only available to me and you, because only we do consistently what it is we're supposed to do So as righteous people. Because just because you're righteous doesn't mean everything's done for you. It's all done for you. That's false teaching. Everything's set up for you. Everything ain't done for you. Because if everything was done for you, why did he give you a helper? Before the Jesus Christ left the earth, he gave us a helper. What we need help for if everything's done. Duh. Does that make sense? I mean, false teaching is so stupid. Anyway, we move on. It's the product of righteousness. Just like we were talking about how righteousness uh, uh, produces peace. Well, quietness and is the product that's produced by righteousness. For example, one plus one is? Two. Mm-hmm. Two is always the result of one plus one. Why is that? Because there, is, there are no other results that are supposed to come as a result of that. Two plus two is? Four. Mm-hmm. That's because two plus two is always four because there is no other result that can come from it. I don't care what kind of new math they got. Two plus two is four. We're about to get deep. Look at your neighbor and say, Don't get nervous. Yeah. Ten plus ten is? Mm-hmm. Ten times ten is? Always the same. Except for when you got this new math. I mean, it, it's always the same. Praise God. So, so, no matter what you do, as long as you do it the way it's supposed to be done, those same results are going to occur. Well, equally, quietness and assurance are the results of righteousness, which means as long as we are righteous and operate righteously, like we're supposed to be done by you and me, it's going to be the results. Quietness and assurance is going to happen. Is there no small wonder that Satan doesn't want you to be able to know and understand how to operate in righteousness or to falsely teach you that now that you're righteous, you don't have to do anything but rest. That means you will never receive the rest of what God has in store for you because one plus one required an operation to be done. Two plus two needed an operation. That's an equation that needed an operation to be done. Amen. Amen. Something has to be done as a result of it. But it's always the achievement. We say it's the effect of righteousness. is quietness and assurance. The word effect, we say it means result and achievement. The word achievement means something accomplished, which means quietness and assurance are what righteousness accomplishes in the life of a righteous man or woman who allows righteousness to do what righteousness can do in the middle of their life. It's, the, uh, it's the something accomplished. Quietness and assurance is what's accomplished. The word ac- achievement also means successful completion or accomplishment. Successful completion. Or accomplishment successful completion means that it can be an unsuccessful completion but righteousness will never have an unsuccessful completion it'll always have a successful completion and that successful completion is quietness insurance if we allow it to do what we are supposed to do quietness insurance will be the successful completion quietness insurance are clear indicators of whether or not righteousness is being allowed to do the work it's designed to do so that means if you're righteous answer the people that is righteous in the house If you're righteous and no quietness assurances in the middle of your life, don't question your righteousness. Question what you're doing as a result of being righteous. Because it's not just because you're righteous. False teaching. That's all we need to know is that we're righteous. Shut up, stupid. Now that I know I'm righteous, now what do I do? Ladies in the house say, hey. You were born a woman as a little girl, in a little girl form. But you had to learn how to be a woman. Yeah, you did. Otherwise, you wouldn't know what the heck to do. You'd have run around trying to be like a boy. Yeah, you would. So somebody had to teach you womanosity. (laughs) That even though you was already a woman, you had to be taught how to be a woman. Brothers and I would go, See, we had to learn how to be men. Amen. Amen. Otherwise, we'd have walked around with a weak wrist. And the beauty of a woman, we would resist. Because we'd have been looking for some more weak-wristed poke. We had to learn how to be a man. Just because you was a man don't mean you, know you can automatically, automatically accomplish being a man. And we had to learn how to do it with being a man. We had to learn how to do it with a woman. You got to learn how to do it with being saved. That's why we have instructions in righteousness. If all we had to do was be righteous, was what I need instructions for? I need instructions because I don't know what the heck righteous is. I ain't never been righteous before. I've been wrongest before. But now that I'm righteous and no longer wrongest, I need to know what to do to be righteous. Which means there's something I got to do to allow righteousness to do what righteousness does. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. Because if quietness and assurance are not in manifestation, righteousness has not achieved its results yet. It has not achieved its results yet. Are we there yet? Nope. Nope. But we're on our way. This can either be because the person won't let righteousness go to work to cause the effects of quietness and assurance to be able to produce in their life. They won't let righteousness go to work. They don't cooperate with righteousness. Or the person won't let righteousness do its work thereby stopping it from causing the effect of quietness and assurance in the midst of, the midst of their life. Rather than trying to do it it work, we keep getting all in the way. Because some of us keep getting in the way. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Hand me one of those microphones, please. Appreciate that. Hand me one of those microphones, please. Thank you. I appreciate that. Man, hurry up. Come on. I need you to get me one of them microphones. Could you give me one of them microphones, please? Man, what's taking you so long? God, I don't understand what's taking so long. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Obviously, I'm not because I keep getting in the way of what it is that's supposed to happen. Y'all give me a hand for that. Praise God. Because some of us get in the way ourselves of righteousness doing what it's designed to do. As righteous as you are, you can still get in your own way. You can get in righteousness way. That if righteousness had a voice, it would tell you, would you sit down and get out of my way? (laughs) (laughs) So I would say, God, you'd speak to him. God said, okay. Sit down, get out of his way, (laughs) praise (laughs) God. (laughs) So he can do what it's designed to do. (laughs) Because the person either stops righteousness before it even begins working so that it won't produce peace, or it stops it while it's trying to work circumventing and sabotaging its ability to produce peace. I said it'll either stop righteousness before it even gets to work. It never even get to work. And sometimes while it's working, come on, you ever known anybody take uh, two steps forward and four steps backwards? (laughs) Anybody ever known anybody like that? I know some people like that. Potential coming out to gazoo. You'd be watching them and say, yeah, okay, okay, good, good, okay, they're getting closer. They're good, okay, all right, baby, so it's almost time that I could do it. Okay, here, can come. Oh, Lord. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Don't write them off. They're going to get it together. Now, all of a sudden, you see Rajan doing his work. They're like, okay, all right, all right, all right, look at that, all right, kudos. <laughs> Never, Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's how some of us, why we ain't got peace in the middle of our life. We jack it up. Amen. This side of the room, what did I just say? We jack it up. This side of the room, what did I say? We jack it up. Over here, over here, over here, what did I say? We jack it up. Come on, say it stronger. We jack it up. Amen, because it's true. It is. A lot of times, we jack it up. We get all up and right in this way. And start doing things that we shouldn't do that keeps righteousness from doing what it's designed to do. I'm going to get to that later. We'll teach you on it later. But right now, I want you to know we, we should want us some quietness. Yes. Amen. Turn over to Ecclesiastes Amen. chapter 4. Let me deal with this right now. We should want us some quietness. Amen. And in the quiet, I'm talking about quietness and assurance, but it's, it's everything in, in, in the kingdom of God. Some of us should have been prosperous by now, but we keep jacking it up. Some of us that wanted to be married so long could have been married a long time ago, but we keep jacking it up. Say it out loud, sis. We need to hurry up and take a chill pill. She said, take a chill pill and wash it down with with, with some water. (laughs) Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Solomon understood this. Verse five said, the fool fold, foldeth his hands together and eateth his own flesh. Everybody say, dang. I mean, he jacked himself up in case you don't understand what that means. Verse six, better is a handful with quietness than both the hands full with travail and vexation of spirit. Better is a handful with quietness than both the handful with travail and vexation of spirit. See, some of us keep chasing more, but we tear up our lives to do it. Some of us keep chasing more. I got to have more. I got to have more. I got to do this. I got to do that. But we tear up our lives to do it. And we end the peace in the middle of our lives because we chasing something that we ought to be chasing rather than chasing what we ought to be chasing. Tell them it ain't too late. We, we'd be chasing something that we ought not be chasing. Going after stuff we ought not. Somebody say, what'd you say, sis, they ought to do? She said, take a chill pill and allow God's will to be able to manifest. Because some of us move too fast. We need to learn to slow down and let God be God. That's, that, that's where that lack of assurance exists. Because we're not sure God's going to be God and do what he said he's going to do, so we're still trying to get it done ourselves. Amen. We keep reading. He said in verse six, once again, he said in verse six, better is a handful with quietness than both hands full with travail and vexation of spirit. See, the problem is, it's not what in the hand is what come with it. That's why I said better. I have just a little bit of something as long as I got some peace to go along with that. What good is it if you got steaks in, in the house? If you're throwing your mashed potatoes at one another. I'd rather have a pot pie than, than have mashed potatoes in my eye. Are you listening to me up in here? So how much stuff you got, ain't the that ain't the point. It's whether or not y'all got peace or not. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go to Proverbs chapter 17. I don't know if that one was received well. Let's try this one. Proverbs chapter 17. Because we, we live in a world and we want more stuff. No, you, no, no. You want more peace. <laughs> because that stuff will be broken in pieces. If you don't have a peace to go along with it. Come on, let me teach a king how to be a king. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 1. It says, better is a dry morsel and quietness therewith than a house full of sacrifices with strife. Better is a dry morsel. I'd rather have some some cornflakes without milk. As long as peace come along with it. Rather than one of them big Word of faith, breakfasts. Praise God. With a lot of travail and and stupid stuff going on with it. Because you can't enjoy it anyway. Because you're sitting there thinking about that food that's near you. You're thinking about all this stuff that's going on in your house. You can't enjoy a good meal. So he said, I'd rather have a dry morsel with peace. Everybody can feel some of this? There's a king teaching the king how to be a king. Now, he got a lavish spread. And he's saying, hey, I'd rather have some yeah. cornflakes without without milk, man. Oh, yeah. Just, I, just give, give me the cornflakes. <laughs> 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 I'd rather hear that noise than hear that noise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> saying, Come on now, kids all over the place acting crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Spouses all in the house acting crazy. Or you don't know whether they're going to come back to the house because they're acting crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Money problems. <laughs> 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 they done found you. If you done been hidden, hiding from them. <laughs> <laughs> he said, look, I'd rather have some peace yeah. than all this other kind of stuff. There's a king teaching a king how to be a king. You know, a king, yeah, I get the chance to rule. Yeah, I get a chance to hold a king, have a gold kingdom. Yeah, I'm going to have everything. Ho ho! slow down, slow your roll what you want is peace turn to Isaiah chapter 30 Isaiah chapter 30 see if we have a choice to have or to not have it quietness is what we rather have Isaiah chapter 30 I love the Lord anybody here love the Lord he gonna teach you what to think now so you can get rid of all that dumb thinking and replace it. Maybe I just did it anyway. Ho, ho. What you were supposed to go after was peace. Amen. Wait in Isaiah chapter 30. Verse five. It says, they were all ashamed of a people that could not profit them. Nor be a help, nor profit but a shame and also a reproach. A shame and also reproach. The burden of the beast, now stop, this all is good, but it ain't what I wanted. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That ain't what I wanted. Right. It's, yeah, it's gonna be all right because I ain't got it. Praise God, amen. <laughs> <laughs> and so, quietness <laughs> and quietness. <laughs> What I wanted is quietness and confidence. Is uh, is is, is, is Yeah, fifteen. It said, "For thus saith the Lord had is thus saved the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall be in returning and rest shall ye be saved. In quietness and in confidence shall be your strength." That's what I wanted. Quietness and co- and in confidence shall be your strength. But he was telling them they were stupid because they, they they didn't want it they will not want it. See, quietness and and, and confidence are our strength. Quietness and confidence is our strength. Quietness and confidence are a strength to the righteous person. See, when you're in assurance you can be in confidence, you can be strong. When you have peace in your life, you can be strong. But when you lose your peace, you, you, you become unsettled and you got no strength. It can sap your strength. Anybody here not had confidence about something at some point in their life? Praise God. Look at your neighbor and say, quit lying. Amen. Amen. Praise God. If they didn't raise their hand, tell them quit lying. Praise God. Everybody here had lost some confidence at some point in time in their life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And didn't it weaken you? You didn't know what the heck was gonna happen. You know what was gonna befall you. You don't know what was gonna fall on you. You didn't know. You didn't know whether you're gonna be thrown out, put out. Set out, or what? You didn't know what? You didn't know, you didn't know whether you're going to get it, not get it. You didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't know whether it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work. I don't know. You know, you just, you just, you just, you just. Come on, do, do, do the motion again. Do it. See, yeah, you do. Oh Lord, it's, it's, you, you lose your strength. Because your mind is racing at 5,000 miles per second thinking about all this stuff and what do I do about this? How do I handle this? And what's going to happen with that? And you considering all the plausible possibilities. This can happen. That can happen. I could be out on the streets and I can not have nobody. And then and then they go to the same church I do and then I'm going to have to be sitting there looking at that crazy stuff up in church and I don't want to lose my pastor. I don't want to lose this word. And I, I, what's going to happen? Oh, Lord God. And wait minute, You done ran through 44 days of activity within your mind within three minutes and you're tired y'all ain't never been there you're just like whoa out you let like look that's why you sleep a lot when you got problems anybody ever notice you sleep a lot when you got where well, you need all this sleep because you need rest you're like but I ain't been nowhere that's outside inside you've been around the world or five times you, 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 running, you, you running like you what was that dude's name that little, that little crazy dude that was just running for no reason Forrest Gump you running like you Forrest Gump Where, why are you running I don't know I'm just running where's God <laughs> quietness and confidence is our strength that's what God wants us to have that's why we should all seek after peace because everybody, everybody should want peace. Well, that's all the that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that the things that God said in His Word that He has for us really are for us. God's not playing. He means what He's saying. God's Word really is true. The things that He said in His Word that He has made available to me and you really are made available for me and you. That's important because it's our proper response to God's Word that allows us to receive what we heard. It makes what God promised can happen in our lives actually happen in our lives. So let's do what we need to do to believe God's word is true. God made those promises to me and you, promises of God that are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at Erico two ten seven eight five nine two three eight. That's Erico two ten seven eight five nine two three eight, or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas. 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you, ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11 if you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after the sofa. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. And remember, we also invite all the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio surrounding areas to come out to our early morning summit meeting of the Anointed to Prosper Christian Business Persons Fellowship tomorrow morning. It's an early morning breakfast fellowship that's held from 7 to 9 in the morning on the first Saturday of every month where many of the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together to fellowship and network together as well as to receive a powerful word from God that helped them to be the successful business people that God has called them to be. So don't miss this awesome opportunity to fellowship and network at this inspiring and informative meeting of the Ministers of the Marketplace. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's absolutely no substitute for being in the church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should heartily say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So, if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email, sharing with us that you've been blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we also want to say to you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. Galatians chapter 6 says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he sow reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing letters of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, he's going to be a blessing to you by making sure you reap what you sowed. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being a blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do, that is, be a blessing to a blessed people like you. Once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.